Nourish your soul with your turquoise angel guide, Catherine M. Laub, and her variety of guests on The Celestial Spoon, formerly Spiritual Destinations. As an author and speaker about mental illness, Catherine has firsthand experience with mental and physical interactions and how spirituality plays a part in overcoming struggles. She utilizes her skills as a psychic medium and spiritual advisor to guide others to feel invigorated and empowered to go forward in their own struggles. Listen to inspirational conversations relating to sometimes difficult emotional journeys towards self-awareness and spirituality. These journeys brought positive effects toward her guests' mental and physical health and will inspire you to take action and create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. You will get the feeling of knowing these people during these relaxing conversations and want to follow them. Now, here's your host, Catherine M. Laub. Hello, everybody. This is Catherine M. Laub, and I welcome you to today's episode of Spiritual Destinations. I am an author and speaker, psychic medium, spiritual garden consultant, along with being a wife, mother, and grandmother. Today I will be interviewing LaShonda Herring. LaShonda is the founder of the H-Zone. Because of her 20-plus years of experience working with women uncovering their true essence and them evolving into who they were designed to be, she is known as a transformational goddess. I love that. Transformational goddess sounds beautiful. I'm really excited to introduce you, LaShonda. Hi, LaShonda. It's nice to meet you, and I look forward to learning a little more about you and how you help others. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you so much, Catherine, for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. You're welcome. And I'm going to just announce a little bit right now, then we'll talk a little further, that LaShonda and I are working together on a, a summit and it's the Women's Empowerment Summit, which we will be airing on May 10th and going forward for five days, plus a little bit more information. So we'll share that at the end. And let's begin our talk with Shonda with taking a big, deep breath and holding it. Five, four, three, two, one, and let it go. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation. So LaShonda, let's hear a little bit more about you personally before we discuss your business. Where do you live? Sure. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. I've been here for about six years now. And I was born and raised in New York. So where in New York? Uh, Westchester County. I've kind of lived all over the county um, over the years. Okay. And I'm on Long Island, which is the very southern part of New York. And it's a a beautiful state to be living in. Yes. So when you moved there, was it for just a new experience? or was there a job down there, or what happened to make you move? 
You know, it was one of those major transformation kind of times in my life. I needed a change in all areas of my life, relationship-wise, uh, business-wise, even my thought process. I needed to do a 180 shift um, and wanted a new place to live and knew I didn't want to go up north. I was kind of tired of the snow um, and wanted something still southern but not too southern. So a friend of mine lived here in Atlanta, Georgia, and was like, hey, come visit, come check it out, see if it's something you want to do. And it's been the best decision I've ever made. That's great. It really, really has. And Tony, my husband and I are looking to go south also, but to North Carolina. So we'll be closer to each other and be able to visit a lot. Yes, it's beautiful, <laughs> North Carolina. I definitely have friends there. Okay, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so let's talk about your spirituality and what you do. Wow. Um, that could probably take up the whole interview. Um, okay, but, so um, Sure. I do a lot of spiritual practices. I, I firmly believe that being connected and grounded in my spirituality is what's helped me create this life I have and helps me to make the right choices. So, you know, for me, I grew up in the church and always had some form of connection with, at that time, what I call God. And um, I would say in my mid-20s is really I started dating different people. I found some really amazing friends who introduced me to what's called New Age, New Thought type thinking um, and spirituality. And it just opened my world up. It made me, um, I kind of felt like I came home in a sense. And from that moment on, I have just been open to different spiritual practices. Like in our home here, I have um, three sons that live with us. And so we do um, what we call daily word, where we have a word for the day that we focus in on. We do prayer every morning. There are times during our week where we will chant together. We will do meditation. Um, we do new, full moon and new moon ceremonies. Um, and we also teach our children about other religions. So we teach them about Passover, about Hanukkah. Um, we talk about the Muslim faith and their religions and their, their, their religion and their spiritual practices. So we encompass a lot of that and definitely a lot of Native American ways. We're always smudging and saging our house and doing talking circles. Um, so we incorporate a lot of different things. I love it. It's such a broad range. And I love the one thing that you said about coming home because I myself was on a journey that I didn't know where I really fit in that God wanted me to share his love and going forward. So when I found my spirituality and learned how to connect with people that way, it really made a difference in my life. And I, I love that you are teaching your children all of these other religions because it, it broadens their horizons for what their future has to bring. That's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. So what do you like most about what you're doing by helping people? Oh, man. I, you know, it's, it's kind of like the little simple thing. It's like when they get to that moment 
where they have what we've now coined as that aha moment, where they realize like, wow, their brain shifts, their mind shifts, and they feel like, wow, I can do this. I have this power. Um, and they start to realize that they're the co-creator of their life, of their world. Um, and I feel like it's an honor to be part of that experience on their journey, that I get to see that with people and help them get to that point where they realize their true power. Um, so I really feel blessed to, to, to be there and, and be a part of that, that they honor me enough to share this journey with them. Yes, and feeling blessed, that most that definitely describes it because I, I can imagine um, – the warmth, excuse me, the warmth that you feel when you see them achieve the aha moment. It's just, it's wonderful. I, I love helping people, and I, I know what you're talking about. So thank you for sharing that. Are there any mentors that have influenced you on your journey? I know you told me about a couple of them that are well known, but tell me more about the ones that um, most people wouldn't know who they are and how they influenced you. Yeah. I've learned early on in life that everyone's in your life to be a teacher. Yes. And so we, you know, we play this dual role every day where we're the teacher and the student all day long, and we go back and forth. And so there's so many people in my life that have impacted me. Um, there's two women in particular who I love. They're like my older sisters. Um, Reverend Molina and Reverend Marshall have fully guided me. They exposed me to Native American practices and how to do that. Aiku Williams has exposed me to new thought process as well as Rochelle Lee. Um, these women have been, I've just kind of, you know how you sit at someone's feet and you just take it all in and absorb. And over the years, that's what I've done is that those people who thought differently than I did, practiced differently than I did, I just sat and listened and really learned and tried it out for myself, you know, because everything doesn't fit everybody. So I've learned to really sit with it. If someone exposes me to something, then it's like, hmm, let, let me sit with this. Let me try this out. And, you know, here in Georgia, I've been exposed to um, a group called um, Harambe House of Wellness, and they do a lot of spiritual practices there, from Reiki, which is, you know, more mainstream now, to really being able to be that medium, to touch in tap into our angels and our ancestors and do spiritual readings for people. So it's nice to have that community here in Georgia I've been able to find um, to help me grow even further. Yes, that, that is great. I love the way you explain it about sitting at people's feet to absorb what you can. I, I love to do that myself because the more that we learn, the more we're able to help other people, and we can use different avenues of how we're going to help each individual person depending on what their life entails. Absolutely. That is a, a beautiful journey, and I thank your teachers for bringing you to the point that you are now. So tell me what kind of person that you attract. Well, my main focus is women, even though I do have some male clients that I've worked with, but my main focus has been women. And it's women who really are frustrated and kind of feeling stuck. You know, the perfect analogy is like on Sunday night, they're laying in bed and they're sitting there and they're thinking, 
and they're feeling, you know, really sad and feeling like this is not what I dreamt my life to be like. You know, it's that woman who has that kind of feeling, that kind of frustration about where their life is and, and, and where they're kind of feeling stuck at. And right. those are the type of people that I attract. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And um, I think in time that that will broaden also because I'm, I'm learning as I go that I'm attracting a lot more people than the base people that I originally thought I was going to attract. Right. So, excuse me, if there's one thing that you would want the listener to walk away with, what would that be? That I, I really think that people, you know, sometimes we have, if you watch TV and sort of mainstream culture, you feel like you're in this struggle. And you feel like that, you know, life is kind of arduous. And wanting them to know that the universe is here for you, it fully supports you. It is so not against you. There are so many amazing things that we can co-create. And a lot of times people are not in tuned or tapped into their power and would love for people to realize that you are the co-creator, that this universe is here to love you and support you, and to, and to help and guide you into those dreams that you want to manifest. Oh, that is great. The co-creator, you've said that several times now, and that does make sense. A lot of us think that we have to do everything ourselves, but the reality is we're not alone. We do have God guiding us, and we do have other people in our lives. And in the respect of being a co-creator, we should be reaching out and asking for people to help us and guide us to be the creator of our own lives. So that is just, it's just perfect. I love that terminology, co-creator. So um, you told me that you work with women that are frustrated, feeling stuck, and want more out of life, and that you move them to peace, purpose, and power by invoking their true essence. And you told me that they are considered divas, queens, and goddesses. I love that terminology. So um you also talked about that if they're interested in learning more and moving toward their desires, to sign up for an Invoking Your Desires coaching call. And there's no selling on this call. So tell me a little bit the basics about your coaching call the first time you spoke sure. with someone. Absolutely. You know, I ask people, I start off with where the person's at. You know, this is a call focused in on them. So I want to know where you're at, what brought you to the call, what you're hoping to get out of the call, and maybe what's blocking you or what you feel stuck with. And we spend that time on that call working through the pieces that you feel stuck with and coming up with a, a way for you to move forward for you to, to move past being stuck. So the focus of the call is really about what you bring to the table and moving you forward. So by the time that you're finished with the call, you have a plan. You're like, okay, I can do this, I can do this, and I can move forward. But the, the implementation of the plan and the steps of the plan are very specific to that person. 
you know, for example, I wouldn't give someone to say, okay, you need to do this, you know, you need to do this practice or procedure an hour at 11 o'clock during the day if they work a 9 to 5 job. So I want to make it specific and doable for that person because it could be a person who's very busy and only has 10 minutes throughout their day to do some some kind of practice or to move themselves forward. So I make the 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 practice and the steps that I give them, something that actually fits their life now so that they feel like when they walk away, it's like, oh, yeah, this fits my lifestyle, this fits where I am, this fits who I am, and it's something I can actually implement and do. I want the person to feel empowered when they walk away and know that this is something they actually can do and succeed and obtain. Yes. That's great that you, you focus on what they are um, – Sorry, <laughs> I stumbled on my words. Um, where you're focusing on what their life is entailed at the moment to help them build and learn more from that. So um, just in that first call itself, I can see that people are going to really want to work forward with you and learn a lot more because you, you do give them a lot of information to, to work off of. So thank you for sharing that. So what can a person do right now to connect with their spirit and their inner self? You know, I, I think the biggest thing is to stop. You know, a lot of times we spend our day, we have so many things to do, and we have this new thing we do is multitask. We were doing five things at one time. Um, find some time to stop. You know, when I used to work a 40-hour, 50-hour job, I would find time where I would take bathroom breaks. And my bathroom breaks were really my calm, quiet time where I would just sit in the stall for a moment without the phone, without anything, and I would just breathe and just focus in on my thoughts. You know, that's the simplest way to give ourselves a little bit of peace of mind in the craziness of a busy day. You know, when you have more time during your day or in the evening time when you're winding down and you find some time, you know, we talk about meditation, and I think meditation is so valuable. But there's so many different ways of doing meditation. So if you're a person who feels like, oh, I can't sit still, and for pieces of my life, I was that person. I could not sit still. It was like meditation was like, it was hard. It, it, it felt like an arduous task. So yes. someone introduced me to labyrinths and walking meditations. And that was such a great experience for me because I could kind of move and focus my energy in a different way. And it was a way for me to start to calm myself down. So I want people to be patient with themselves and start wherever they can. But connecting to that inner voice and being quiet, I think, is just so important. And if you find something that doesn't work, okay, well, don't get upset with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Go try something else. You know, there are apps and things we can download on your phone. Um, that are free, but you really want to take advantage of spending just that quiet time with yourself and reconnecting because it's really how we rejuvenate, and we don't seem to realize that. We, do, we don't make that connection. Exactly. Um, that's what I realized only in 2014, that we know this, but we don't implement it. So I always tell everybody, you need to make yourself come first. Because if you don't come first, you're not good for anybody else. And I like they say on the airplanes, you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can put it on others because without the oxygen, you can't go forward. So I love that you have 
all these different ideas of how to calm down. But I'd like to ask you about the labyrinth. Let us know a little more what a labyrinth is and if you have it in your backyard. Ah, very good question. Yes, I, you know, it's one of those things, it's a circle. And it's kind of like, you know, when we were kids where we would kind of go through and we would play maze games and you would, you know, take your pen and you draw through it. Well, it's not as complicated as that. It's more serene and it's in a circle and you're walking sort of in this path that's already laid out for you in the circle. So most of the time you go from the outside all the way to the inside of this circle that's marked for you. And I don't have one in my backyard. I'm at the moment um, doing a transformation in my backyard. And I think actually what I'm going to do is a talking circle. But we do have one at my church. Um, okay which is really, really cool, and it's outside and it's open. So if the church isn't open or whatever, you still can go and walk it. So it's really nice to have access to one. Um, and, I, you know, I don't have to maintain it or anything, and they do that at the church. It was something that they implemented about two years ago. So it, it's really nice to have one. Yes, yes. I never gave a thought until you just brought it up, my yard is large enough that I may make a smaller print in it. Mm. Thank you for sharing that, yes. Um, tell us more about a talking circle. Sure. A talking circle, um, basically, you know, it's funny because different, different cultures have it called different things, but Native Americans call it talking circles. In, you know, traditional therapy settings, we call it a group setting, basically. But it's a, it's a space where you're sharing what's going on. So there could be a topic that you cover. Um, and I've used various things, but we say whoever has the talking stick is the person who gets to talk. And you may pass the talking stick around the circle, and the person gets to talk about that topic that you either decide on, or the person can just share what's in their heart. But it's a space of respect. It's a space of confidentiality. It's a space that's loving and nurturing. So you come to that space, you know, first what we do is we do a smudging, which is like purifying you with sage, which is basically having the sage smoke, and we run it all over your body. And we have you enter the circle in in a special way where first we'd like you to connect with your spirit and your guides who's ever walking with you and you bring that into the circle in a loving nurturing way and so that way everyone who's coming into this space is coming in a space of support and of nurturing and of love so that way whatever happens in that circle you know you're going to be taken care of I can feel myself in that circle as you're talking about it and I can feel the calm and the support from the other people. That was a, a great explanation of um, how it helps us to grow, basically, because in order for us to grow, we have to get down and really um, support ourselves. And with various ways that you talked about, there is a lot of different ways that we can support ourselves and these were great examples, so thank you. Um, I pulled an angel card. Do you mind if I do a quick reading on you? Oh, absolutely. I'd love it. Okay, so the card is the sacral chakra, 
And what it reads is, you are highly sensitive to chemicals, additives, processed foods, and energies right now. Respect your sensitivities by avoiding harsh items, situations, and relationships. Do you realize yourself to be an empath? There are times I do. There are times that I really will say that I am connected and I can kind of feel that, you know, and I feel the energy and um, emotions of others. Mm -hmm. There are times I am connected with that, yes. So you already realize that you need to protect yourself so that you don't absorb these energies. Yes. And, you know, one of the new spiritual practices I've been doing is spiritual baths and releasing and, and, and letting stuff go. So I've been working on that. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> okay. That was my other phone coming through. I'm sorry. So <laughs> That's okay. So just say a little bit the last part that you were saying. Sure. I was saying that I've in, implemented the new spiritual practice of spiritual baths and working on releasing and letting energy go. So I do that a couple of times a week. And what exactly is a spiritual bath? Sure. So during my spiritual bath, you know, I've been blessed with this wonderful bathroom that I, I, you know, for me sometimes it's the best room in the house, especially when you have children. Bathrooms are wonderful. Yes. Um, (laughs) You know, to totally get away. Yes. so I'm in my bathroom, I have what I call my sacred space. And so I have an altar in my bathroom where I set up very special things that have meaning to me. And I have my sage in there. So every time I'm about to take a spiritual bath, I sage and cleanse off my bathroom for spiritual, um, spiritual energy. And I say a prayer. And then I start my bath, and what I put in my bath depends on what I'm guided for, you know, what my angels, what spirit tells me to put in, what I need at that moment. So sometimes it very well may be crystals. Um, The last couple of times it's been a rose quartz crystal for self-love. You know, I'll put in definitely some sea salts in there, and sometimes I put in, like, rose petals just to to kind of pamper myself a little bit. But I am kind of just let spirit guide me as to what is needed in that bath water. And I sit in there, and sometimes I need to be very quiet, so I sit in there still and I just pray. Um, Other times I've done kind of Reiki healing on myself. There's been other times where I'll put in a special meditation CD that plays in the bathroom. Um, and I'll spray incense. And it's funny that you gave me the card for sacred chakra because I actually have put in, um, someone had made me some bath thoughts specifically for that chakra. Um, and I did that two weeks ago and, and put that bath salt in my water. Um, so I just kind of let spirit guide me and lead me. But it's my time, at least an hour, where I sit in there and just kind of pray and, and be still and quiet. I love that. I, I like that you um, describe the different things that you're able to put into the water because it, it sparks an interest in, in people's thoughts about, oh, well, I don't know what to do. So now they have a little bit of an idea what to use. Um, right. Usually when I pull a card, it, you know, everybody listening can get something out of it. So why I talked about being an empath is a lot of us don't realize that when we're close to somebody and we're talking to them, we're talking to them on the phone, 
we have this connection that's made. And in that connection, if we have any sensitivities, we can absorb the negative energy that's coming from that person. And after the connection is finished, we go forward and say, I don't know, why do I have a headache? It doesn't make sense. So if you notice that happens a lot of times, as I asked about protection, you can do several things for protection, and you can ground yourself to Mother Earth by thinking about putting your feet flat on the ground and thinking about roots growing into the earth and bringing Mother Earth's energy into your body. Or you can simply okay. think about having a white light around your body because that white light would be the divine light and help protect you from the bad energies. But if you forgot to do that, then afterwards you could ask Archangel Michael, please Archangel Michael, please take away the connection that I made with this person and clear the negativity that caused this headache or this bellyache or whatever may be coming up after the connection. And you'll notice almost right away that Archangel Michael will do that clearing and that connection will be gone and you'll feel so much better. So what I'm also seeing in this card is a lot of white. This angel has a beautiful flowing white dress on, and the clouds in the background are whitish with a little bit of blue tint in them. So this shows purity, that you're pure of heart. And after everything that we discussed, we can tell that you have that pure heart, you have that loving heart that you love to share and help other people. So. The white is so much confirmation, and confirm, um, I want to compliment you for the way that you hold your sessions and you, you work with people, because the people that come from a place of love really get a lot of response in how the people are learning and pulling together what you have to teach. Then she has a basket of flowers that is tilted over and the flowers are all falling around in the card. And this shows all of the different areas of spirituality that you have worked with and learned about. So it's showing that you are very well-rounded. And then we have this big, gigantic wing that's coming off of the back of her shoulders and then down to the ground. And to me, it's representative of a bird and how the birds fly and they represent freedom and being able to connect with the other birds and blend everything in their lives together. And that's what I feel is like what you're doing, you're blending it all together. And you're, I could tell while you're talking the calmness, you don't stress before you're talking with anybody, you know how to just dive right in. The, the freedom that you have is just a wonderful feeling. And I wanted to ask, do you have a bird? I don't have a bird actually, no. Okay, because that's what I thought at first, and I wasn't sure about that. 
So um, it's just the representation of the freedom that the birds have. And you feel like you can soar and fly as high as you want because you have that connection to God, the divine, the universe, and you know how to pick out all of your guidance and know which guidance to use. So this is a beautiful reading and um, a big reminder for you and everyone else to make sure you protect yourselves every day because being an empath can be a, a large burden. Um, myself, um, talking about that, I have to triple protect myself because just the white light is not strong enough. So I add in Archangel Raphael's green light and Archangel Michael's purple light. So if anybody feels that strong of a connection with people, then you might want to think about that way to protect yourself. So I wanted to get back to the summit that you and I are planning, and maybe you can share a little bit about our plans and when we're going to hold this. Sure. I'm so excited about this summit. I'm so looking forward to it. So yes, the summit's going to start on May 10th, and it's a women's empowerment summit. You know, it, it's really going to be amazing, I think, for women to come out and hear stories and hear the journey and get some tools um, from some amazing dynamic women who will share their journey, will share their successes, will share some tools and techniques that you can use. So I think women will not just walk away with feeling inspired, but they will actually walk away with some powerful tools that they can use. And I know the women are going to be offering even gifts to women that are part of this summit. So you're going to walk away with tangible things as well as not just words of inspiration and feeling more empowered. Yes, yes. And also what we're planning with this summit is a question and answer session. Um, more than likely we'll be doing it two days on the weekend after we do the summit itself so that the people that can't join us on Saturday, the others can join us on Sunday. And you can all call in and ask the questions and we'll have an option for you to submit your questions before it that this way if you can't make it to the summit, you'll be able to get your, your questions answered. So I'm really excited about it, and we have some wonderful people lined up already. LaShondra and I will both be talking and sharing more about ourselves and what we do. And it's just something that um, exciting for you to watch for. So is there anything else that you would like to share with us? Um, in, in just, to either the summit or anything that you do? I would just like to say, I, I, I think really people need to tune in to the radio broadcast because getting in contact with your spirituality is so important and, and so life-changing. So I would just encourage people to keep coming back to the radio broadcast, to keep listening. Um, because you really don't realize how your world will transform and you will change. Thank you. Yes, that's, that's an absolute great um, description of my radio show. 
And we talked a little bit about what you do, but there's still so many modalities that people work with, and we're always learning something new every day. So what you may not pick up from this episode, you may pick up from the next episode and the ones after that. Um, you know, for myself, I do psychic readings using the angel cards like I just did, and I'm an author and now the radio show host. So there were just so many avenues that you can choose in your life going forward. And by listening to my show, you'll learn from a lot of different people the different avenues that you can choose. So thank you so much for that nice, beautiful explanation. Um, I want to go back to the labyrinth again because I, I... I know what a labyrinth looks like, but for the people that can't picture what you're describing, can you give it in basic terms um, instead of that it's a circle going in? Sure. You know, what I consider it is like around and around, like where the circle starts to get smaller and smaller. So when you think about it, you start on the outer rim, if you were tracing it even with your finger and you trace on the outer rim of the circle, and then you start to go inside the circle and trace around, and go inside that circle and trace around, and that circle and trace around. So what you wind up doing is smaller and smaller circles inside the big circle that you started from. Thank you. That's a great explanation, yes. Because I pictured that you had a circle on the outside, and then you stepped in and you had another circle, but this is a continuous circle that gets smaller and smaller. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. Um, what I have taken out of our call for myself will be to create the labyrinth because that will push me into a different direction of meditation and focus. and. I was looking to do a book club, and now I think I'm going to do a talking circle instead because I just love that idea. It's Anybody can talk about anything, and we can share. And um, I'm assuming that you mean that if once somebody has a stick and they spoke what they wanted to speak, that the other people can share and respond? Absolutely, yes. Okay. So I, I just love the idea of doing that. And by doing so, we, we help other people to get down to the nitty-gritty of their own spirituality. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a wonderful space to create. Yeah, it's transformational. Yes. Yes. I, I, I'm looking forward to doing that. And when I actually get it started, I will let everyone know, and I'll, I'll let you know how it's going. Thank oh, that you. would be fun, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So you, you have a lot to share today, and if anybody has any questions, where can they go for learning more about you and your projects? Sure. They can go to my website. Um, on my website, it is www.thehzone.net. I'm also available on Facebook, and it's The H Zone on Facebook as well. 
Um, but yeah, by all means, message me. If you go to my website, you can always shoot me an email or a message. You can sign up for a free session with me. If there's something that you're trying to figure out if maybe I can help you with or if I'm a good fit for you, by all means set up a free session and we can talk about it. You know, I'm not trying to sell anybody or force anybody to work with me. If you feel like it's a good fit for you, then that's fine. And if not, there may be some other resources that I can provide you with um, either locally or you know, even nationally that may be a better fit than I am. Even like if you're looking for a different spiritual practice, I definitely may not be the one to be able to help you with that, but I can guide you at least in the right direction. That is beautiful because a lot of people say, um, once you get to my website, I have my free gift, and I, they draw you in, and then they kind of let you go. But I love the idea of being able to point people in the right direction. Um, Myself, truthfully, I really haven't made much money in my business because I'm so much of a giver, I don't ask for the sales. But it's, right. it's such a satisfaction when I was able to guide somebody into the right direction. A big thing that I do is recommend the women to join the Women's Prosperity Network because they have so much that they can offer and you have so much support with the other women that it's, it's just the greatest thing to do. Um, there's other organizations out there too. So as I talk in future radio shows, I will share more of those groups. But the Women's Prosperity Network um, is at the top of my list. So LaShonda, if you haven't joined, I would suggest that that's a great place for you to join and meet people. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm all for support. You know, we can't do this alone, and we're not meant to do this, this journey alone. So I love getting support and feedback and, and just being nurtured. Right. It is a great word, nurtured. We all need nurturing. So thank you, LaShonda, for sharing with us today. It was a great conversation, and I'm sure you will be hearing from a lot of, a lot of people as per what I said I am going to take out of this. And down the road, we will talk again when it comes closer to time for our summit, and we'll give some more details, and we'll let people know the response that you received from this show. So I'd like you to have a wonderful day, and we'll get together soon and, and talk more. And everyone listening, thank you so much for your time and listening to everything that Ushanda had to share. And if you like this episode, go and check out my info at www.katherinemlaub.com. Listen again next time. And if you have any questions, definitely email me at Catherine at CatherineMLab.com. So this is Catherine M. Lab. Have a wonderfully blessed day. 
Thank you for listening to our conversation. We hope that you found the discussion to be rewarding and inspirational, and you take action to create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. If you like this episode of The Celestial Spoon, please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance their lives. We wish you the best on your personal journey.